So as a team leader and as a business owner, if I can create an environment that the culture is, is encouraging and fun um, and productive and not just making noise, and my agents can put more in their pocket by coming to work, what does it matter what our splits are? If I sell your home and I'm going to put more money in your pocket at the end of the day, what does it matter what I charge? Yep. Now, of course, it does matter, and that needs to be fair and reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that, that you talked about this earlier, gross versus net. So we just shot one of the best Prime People episodes we have ever done with my man Mike Heddle. Mike Heddle is a top producing real estate agent who runs a team that is second to none. He's got an incredible background, definitely one of the most systemized professional setups I've ever seen. I've known Mike for years, operates out of the Hamilton area and is making big, big, big waves. And he actually takes you behind the scenes and gives you tips that I never even thought he would. You're gonna wanna pay attention to this one. Don't blink or you're gonna miss it. How do you stand out, right? Like how do you in a marketplace of so many realtors differentiate the Heddle team and how you guys operate because you're, you're doing it at a different level. Yeah. You know, I, I think a couple things. Team for me came out of necessity. Yeah. So uh, uh, I'll, I'll back up even a little bit more. How did sure. I get into real estate? Yeah. Um, and uh, uniquely in Hamilton, uh, one of our biggest employers is, is Health Sciences. And I grew up in a medical community, in a medical family. My grandfather was a, a local GP where there were two doctors in this small town of Stony Creek. Okay. Uh, and back in a day and age where he used to make house calls. Uh, so it's pretty neat. Now I see clients that, you know, say, hey, are you related to, to Dr. Heddle, uh, he's the guy that brought me into this earth, <laughs> right? Incredible. So it's pretty cool. Um, and, and so then I grew up, my, my father was a surgeon and my mother was in medicine and I was surrounded by this medical community. And uh, late in school, uh, you know, going through high school, I first went into to art and then, and then I got into economics, like the numbers. Yeah. Um, and, you know, after having such a strong academic background, uh, spent some time down in Panama looking at some offshore banking opportunities with my family okay. uh, and came back thinking, OK, I want to learn about real estate. I want to be a real estate, international real estate developer. How did the family respond to that, given your background was like all <laughs> surgeons and medical stuff at the time, right? Well, the, you know, the other thing, my father, when yeah. he performed surgery, it was life and death burn. He got a call in the middle of the night. Uh, it was a five year old that had been attacked by a dog or, or had third degree burns. And, and I've, I'm, you're going to get my blood boiling now because we're in an industry where agents make this so important. It's an important job, yeah. but I think I was fortunate. I know I was blessed and fortunate in the upbringing I had, but just a sense of urgency sometimes. I check myself and I check our clients and we're in a day and age where urgency and, and response times are all key to delivering service. Yeah. Um, but I think back to your question, how, did, how do you differentiate yourself? Yeah. Professionalism is one, right? A strong academic background. I could have done whatever I wanted to do. And when I got into this business and people said to me, are you kidding me? You you may as well be a used car salesman. Um, That made my blood boil because I thought, this is your largest asset. You want a guy like me on your side that understands appraisal techniques and value and and marketing and negotiating strategies and all those sort of things. Let's pause, actually, because going like to the beginning of your career, I don't think the audience necessarily sees this unless you're at the beginning of your career or you've done it when you get into the world of real estate and you just go to your first listing you like what does the training look like and and 
when did you realize that you're like, okay, I need to switch up how this is done? Yeah. Because the standard isn't necessarily understanding appraisal techniques. It's not understanding pricing. It's yeah. just, you know, telling the seller what they want to list that and then putting a sign up, right? For sure. Being a numbers guy, that helps, right? The, the methodology, I mean, we're taught the direct comparison approach. Yeah. That wasn't good enough for me. I want to look at a market adjustment. Yeah. I want to look at a cost approach to value. So I look at all of those tools and just see some commonalities. But I like telling the story. I've told it uh, from stage before. I remember getting licensed and I was excited. I was, uh, uh, oh gosh, we're going back 16 years ago. And, uh, you know, here I've got a real estate license. I'm ready to take on the world. I've understood the contracts. Yeah. My phone wasn't ringing right what do you do to make your phone ring and it was during a time frame that my sister came home to visit family and I had a, at that time I had afternoon naps which heaven forbid <laughs> good luck that's not happening today Amazing. Um, I, I was having a nap and my phone rang and on the other end of the line I heard a muffled voice saying hi is this my kettle yeah. well yes it is I want to buy a house and I jumped up and I grabbed a pen and I was ready to take down this client's information and my sister started bursting into laughter wow. so prank and and you know that was an aha moment for me you know, after the, the fear, and she was at my younger sister, so I could bully her a bit, I, I thought immediately, that's a great lesson. How am I going to make my phone ring? Yeah. So one of the things that we do that's pretty unique as you look at our business model is we've got these, these feeders into the business. Yeah. So, you know, affiliations with our investment network or builders or the faculty of medicine at Hamilton. So it's something uniquely that I've done. And, and when we talk about team and, and how do you differentiate yourself, yeah. um, that's evolving as well into client experience. So professionalism is one. Number two, I don't believe an individual agent can deliver the same standard of service that, that a team can when you've got a you know, crew in the team handling marketing specialists, right? And, and that's one of the lessons I learned from uh, the medical community was don't be, don't be a jack of all trades, yep. be a specialist and be, be a, an expert in one area. And, you know, part of that probably is through attrition, right? Like you're going through the business and getting yep. so busy that you realize that I can't do the marketing, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't answer the phone, yep. get to that property in time to show it to this person and still make it to that listening appointment. Yep. Like it, it all kind of, the causality of it made you take a step back and I think a lot of people struggle with that in all businesses where they don't take any time to work on their business, they keep working in their business till they get overwhelmed and then the bottom drops out. So did you identify a couple key times when you felt maybe overwhelmed where you stepped back and kind of... Yeah, I mean, we've chatted about yeah. this, you and I, and, and it's a great reset, but but team to me came out of necessity. Yeah. yeah you know, I, I heard somewhere once that phone call is a is a $10,000 phone call and a $100,000 client in your life. And uh, I just became so frustrated with lost opportunity when I couldn't get back to somebody. So team came out of necessity. Okay. And fortunately, I, I mentored. I got, uh, you know, involved in coaching and, and I set up the team uh, as, a, as a business. I, I mean, team nowadays, here's another rant, everybody's a team. <sighs> What's the definition of, of team in, in our industry? Sometimes it's, it's ego. Hey, let's pool our commission yeah. so that we can be recognized as number one in our office or our region or, or our country. Yep. You know, the, the insiders to pause you there, like people that are not in the industry, if you see that I'm number one agent in so-and-so, like a lot of times it's not what you actually think. And if you look at what's actually subtitled underneath that accreditation, yeah. it's, you know, I'm the number one agent in my office of six people. Like yeah. it could be anything. And there's some people out there that do drive those stats and they are top producers and they have great teams and structures. But I think you need to go beyond the scope of just the sales pitch of it and really dig into who you're working with 
how they actually operate, yeah. right? And like, yeah. you looked at it again as a business yeah. versus just a salesperson who's just trying to make ends meet. Right? Sure. You, you know, I mean, you've probably experienced this. And I, when I talk to the, some of the top team leaders in the country, you know, sometimes we all get in this business to chase big commission checks. Yeah. We think they're big, but the cost of operating is, is huge as well. You can, I've seen guys go bankrupt in this business on advertising alone. So, so for me, it was initially the money. Yeah. Uh, and as I became, you know, more grateful with the clients and, and servicing their needs because I thought I, I brought a different level of professionalism to the, to the game in negotiating or quality of marketing material or even just ease, taking somebody through and not being transactional, not chasing the commission check, yeah. but taking care of the client's needs um, because we're a service-based industry. We're not saving lives. We're, we're now turning into what I believe is a, an experience-based industry. So what I see happening is the mega teams at the top of the market, that's the top segment. You've got single agent, and then you've got discount volume, iBuyer programs like you see in the US. I think we're gonna see that individual agent squeezed as the mega teams get bigger, and as some of these discount models make their way into the public place because you know some of the public views us as a commodity. And I don't believe we. I don't believe we are. I think both sides of that make sense, and I think that like the reason that every business model is out there and works. And to be honest with you, like there's something we all we should educate the audience on is, you know, there's a difference in between looking at different business models and seeing what works for what you want to do. Yeah. And there's a word in you know our industry, yeah. which is you know you can't speak ill of competition, right? Like there's sure. so, something in our industry that a lot of agents do behind the scenes that they yeah. shouldn't be doing and it's it's actually illegal. You could lose your license for it. So be aware that what you're putting out into the public forum yeah. is something that matters. But within that conversation, you know, if you look at the different business models that you're building, you're expanding yeah. on yours. Yeah. I think something important to point out is you're identifying that there's three different tiers of business models and that the people within those business models be aware of the other people that are coming into the models, right? Like when people ask me, what's the biggest you know, threat to the real estate industry as a whole? Yeah. And they start talking about iBuyer programs and everything else. I tell them, I'm like, do you know what Amazon's doing? Do you know that Amazon bought the largest real estate holding company in North America? There's billions of dollars being spent in the U.S. in this industry. And you know, the with the tech, yeah, with the tech and everything else, and even like a lot of brokerages are, are investing tons into tech from a marketing perspective to make it easy for the agents to input information yeah. and then just have it all automated. But to be frank with you, from a marketing perspective, like. That's great because it speaks to a certain audience segment and if that's the people you're going after, more power to you. I pray success in your life and I hope it works out for you. But the type of business that you and I do quite often, yeah. we're working with a different type of clientele that responds very differently. So we have to curate our services, which would be a more exclusive type of service yeah. to that clientele. And we have to spend a lot more on the relationship, time involved, the team structure. Like, you know, I want to expand on something and, and get your thoughts on this. Yeah. We talked about you know, doing a certain volume, making X amount of commission per year, which is what a lot of agents do. They'll say, hey, we sold this much volume or we made $100 million gross commission to earn. What does that mean? Because if you're $100 million gross commission to earn and your take home is 20,000, maybe you should have just got a job flipping burgers yeah. and not had all the stress of running the $100 million producing brokers, right? I think some of that comes down to your value and your worth. And we hear this all the time in this industry. Yeah. I mean, if you can't negotiate your fees, uh, do it yourself. I, I can file my taxes uh, myself, yeah. but will my accountant find those savings and make it way easier uh, than me doing it myself? Absolutely, they're worth every penny. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's lost. So I talked about the industry being viewed as a commodity. Uh, you know, that's frightening. It drives down prices. I think if not only you, you 
propose a strong enough value proposition, but you're delivering experience that that's worth talking about. Yep. You know, from a customer service standpoint, um, uh, you know, from a negotiating standpoint, just from an overall professionalism standpoint. I, I think that's really what separates, uh, you know, the cream. And the other thing that I've seen you do just from the time I've known you, because yeah. we've known each other for a while and yeah. I've always, every time we meet, we do these events, we gain so much value from just yeah, sharing each other's yeah. information, right? Like yeah. I'm in the same business that he is. He could technically be considered my competitor, but the amount of insights he's given me, I consider him like a brother from the standpoint yeah. that, you know, it's an abundance mindset of creating a community and showing the struggles that we're all having and, you know, sharing the good and the bad, but then also finding ways that, you know, say he's got a client that they're experiencing something in their market they've never seen before, and he comes to me and we're experiencing that exact same thing, yeah. I'll share strategies and it goes vice versa. Yeah. And I can guarantee you if we sat here for an hour and started going over case studies of where you charged a certain commission on a property, yeah. you could have probably charged double because you found a $50,000 hole or got $100,000 over what the property was worth like. I love that question. In, in this industry, it's, it's commonly the first question we're asked when we pick up the phone is what are your fees? And, and as a team, uh, and I have some discussions as, as well, you know, what are your splits? What do you pay your agents? I'm asked that question all the time. Uh, and my mindset more and more goes, what does it matter? Yeah. So as a team leader and as a business owner, if I can create an environment that the culture is, is encouraging and fun um, and productive and not just making noise, and my agents can put more in their pocket by coming to work, what does it matter what our splits are? If I sell your home and I'm gonna put more money in your pocket at the end of the day, what does it matter what I charge? Yep. Now, of course it does matter and that needs to be fair and reasonable, mm -hmm. um, but you know that, that you talked about this earlier, gross versus net, right? And for whatever reason, in my opinion, today's day and age, you know, you see a lot of flash, a lot of noise, yep. that's the gross, <laughs> right? Even whether it's through social media platforms, you know, that the true net is, it might even be down to quality of life. What's What's the quality of life? How much time do I get to spend with my kids yep. uh, or my family or on myself? And, and we, our culture is really focused on a net culture, not only in earnings, but what's important. I want to spend family time. At Christmas, I want to be with my family. Or mornings, I get to take my girls to, to school every morning. Sunday mornings, I take them swimming or skating or skiing. And, uh, you know, we've all seen those agents that have sacrificed their personal lives to you know, whether it's what? for ego or whether it's for, for dollar figure. So for me, my, my, my idea of team is, is common goal, you know, providing a great work-life balance for those amazing individuals that I get to surround myself with mm -hmm. um, and, and delivering a high standard of service and outstanding results for my clients. But, you know, we've taken a new twist on, on our mission. And, and at the end of that, it's, it's stating, you know, and delivering an experience worth talking about, a five-star experience worth talking about. And, and to me, in this day and age, to differentiate yourself um, and, and to illustrate part of your value it's not always results and outcome driven which for me is tough a, a numbers guy it's tough not to say i got you more money in your pocket it's it was a smooth experience and you had fun laughing with the client and uh yeah you got one shot at this at life it, it ain't a dress rehearsal uh, it's similar to, to some of our business model and mindset i think that speaks a lot to just who you are in, in character right like yeah. 
you know, you still got tons of energy. You're in a place where there's constant growth. And I like the mindset that you have with your team. We try yeah. to do the same thing at Prime where, yeah. you know, I was interviewing an agent last week and it was a conversation where we got down to the numbers at the end of the day. Yeah. Then I said to the agent, I said, you know, this is what we charge. This is why we charge it. And this yeah. are all the things that we're doing to provide value. This is where we're going as a company. Yeah. You're welcome to come along for the ride. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're having the same conversation that we have with sellers every day. Yeah. Where if all a seller wants to do is grind me down in my commission, it's going to get to a point where yeah. I'm going to walk away because it doesn't really make sense to me from a value proposition standpoint yeah. to do a transaction where I'm not being valued. It goes the same both ways. And, it, you know, I've had a conversation with a seller last week about this where I said, you know, do you care about saving money on commissions? Like if you sold a $400,000 house and you got a $4,000 discount? Or you care about how much money you're making, which would yeah. be, you know, same $400,000 house. I made you $20,000 more than somebody else. Probably could have charged you 3% more and made you more money. You right? know, it's an interesting industry. Go back to our my roots. It, you know, and I often say this, you know, if you're going to work with a surgeon uh, or, or life's on the line or, or delivery, you, you know, you're having a baby. Do you want somebody that does it? part-time at a discount uh, you know so so life is obviously the the most valuable <laughs> asset that we've all got but but when it comes to you know how often do, do you hear people talk about lawyers and, and negotiating their worth or, or accountants and what they bring to the table for some reason our industry is really hung up on that and, and I think part of it is lack of professionalism we touched upon this if I can't negotiate my own fees do not hire me yeah. to negotiate the best price for your home I'd that's rather, the biggest mistake you can make and I'd rather be your friend then just take on a mandate and then leave everybody disappointed yeah. and like I said different business models out there for different types of people in some situations it is the best case scenario because yeah. of whatever your life circumstance may be um, you know that's an interesting concept too though running a business based on something that you don't get paid for until a transaction actually closes yeah. right like something we're used to because we do it every single day but definitely not an industry standard and I pulled the audience actually I asked them on Facebook I said you know, if I charge $100 an hour, how many people would prefer that to the standard commission rate or who'd be willing to pay yeah. for it? Zero percent. Sure. Now, one person said that because they said, well, you come in and list my house and you, you get paid when it closes. Well, I'm like, yeah. I, and I understand that concept. This uh, this episode isn't all about saying, hey, this is why we get paid the commission we yeah, do. Sure. We're just trying to give you guys the insights into our world and what we see and why we do things the way we do it, which, you know, in turn, I think might open up their eyes to understand the different models that are out there. You right? talked about team, and this is an interesting topic, as, as you talk about not only the formation of team, but the weight that falls on your shoulders as a brokerage owner uh, or as a team leaders. And, and I don't know if there are any agents that watch this, but you know, I say to my agents, you know, the team collects a portion of those fees, and it's my job to reinvest that, not only in me or my pocketbook, that's the last place it's going, it's going reinvested back into the business to help grow the business, to take care of their business and have them not worry. Our model is pretty unique um, where it's a net service model. Our right. agents don't have to worry about marketing or paying bills or, you know, I want them in the field and they're killers at it. Yeah. They're fantastic. Do one thing really well. So that specialist mindset is has been a part of, of our core, you know, our, our core belief system. And Mike's got an amazing team. Like I've watched them grow over the years too. They're some of the best. Whenever I get a call for Hamilton, I never second guess it. I actually just call him right away yeah, and I give fantastic. him a heads up on the that conversation, actually, let's touch on that from a referral standpoint. So yep. say for our consumers out there, the call, yep. they can say, hey, I need somebody in Hamilton. Um, what's the standard in the industry? It's typically you call 
call all, another broker and say, hey, do you do this yeah, area you know, versus I, what this is? As we've gotten to know each other over the years, and, yeah. and that's one thing as a team leader that I do is spend a lot of my time, you know, earning people's trust. Um, you know, we, we to talk about this, because you know, I was thinking about it when you were saying something, what other industry do you have so much competitiveness uh, uh, and camaraderie, but so much cooperation at the same time. You know, it's it's really important for us as owners or team leaders to to take control, to build those strong relationships, so that when somebody from the Heddle Group shows up at the table, yeah. this listing agent goes, "These guys are pros. They're best in class. There's a lot of confidence that the deal is going to close, and we're working with with qualified buyers." So that's kind of an interesting point and in, in observation that I don't see too much of in other industries as well. Um, uh, you know, I guess kind of back to back to your question um i know we're getting a little bit uh, it's okay niagara falls we're in the falls that's right Um, we've got some tourists taking photos yeah yeah. (laughs) going going back to that portion um you know i think it does matter in terms of how you refer business who you're referring business to absolutely the level of care that they're going to take like it's an extension of your brand so to answer that direct question if i call you i may as well you know there's a team i call you an ally right i call you a strategic partner in london i know that our clients are going to get at least the same service uh hopefully better because i know how you run your operation but it's the same it's an extension of your brand it's, it's an extension of your brand. You know, we take referrals as, yep. uh, you know, the most confidence that our high-level professionals in our industry are relying on us, and, and we don't take that lightly. Check this out. We actually work on same client files together, people that are yeah. literally here. Absolutely. You just got a text on a common client, which is awesome. And it is what it is, right? Like, we're all yeah. trying to get to a place where we succeed together. Yeah. And, you know, his business is at a place where I know he's not just trying to do a sale to get a sale. We're kind of in the same place. But I think, you know, to cap off the conversation, seeing Mike every time, like there's always a, a friendly competitiveness from the standpoint of like, you know, not competitiveness that, you know, I want to do better than him or he wants yep. to do better than me. Yep. You just get driven by good people around you, right? Like you kind of just get a reset and it's nice from a team leader perspective to, to mastermind because I take so many ideas from Mike. Absolutely. Our CRM, like one of the most integral parts of our business today yep. came up from a conversation with this guy. like three years ago yeah and like we catch up on that all the time right you, so like, you put it perfectly the last time yeah. I saw you I just need a refresh you talked about that earlier as a team leader you, you know you're running you, you know I love that pause let me pause let me think let me go through my standard operating procedure and, and that to me is just high-level thinking yeah. you know especially when you're in a, a business that requires so much urgency so you know even if it's those little nuggets that we pass back and forth uh, it, it elevates our game Bright shiny objects that's what real estate you know a Agents get stuck in the mud with all yep. the time. Anybody watching this that's in business, it's easy to always be chasing the, the stuff that's out there, but take a second, reset, look at what you're doing. Look at why you're doing it. I, what he touched on, I think, is so crucial. And it is a, a founding principle of Prime where, yep. you know, we had Victor that was just in Australia. We had Lindsay that was just in Egypt. Like, we had an agent interviewing thinking, like, he sees how structured we are. And he's like, I thought you guys are going to be, like, just driving us to make calls. And I had to get to quota. Yep. And I'm like, no, we have standards. But... Like, I want you to have a great life. I want you to go dirt biking, fishing. I don't yeah. want you to worry about paperwork because your and business is And on the back side of fishing, that is, right? is the client. How's the client getting taken care of when I'm on vacation? I can remember early when I was a solo agent and yeah. I was on vacation. Uh, and during a week, seven deals came together. And the your standard wife so of service. Happy, I bet. No, but yeah. I mean, I was thinking, how much commission am I paying the person that's covering my oh, business? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Right? That's one worry. But the other is, what's the standard of service? When you get working with what I believe is 
team or, or certainly the defined team that I respect in this industry is much like a physician. You should be able to pick up that patient chart and file and run with it the exact same way. And that's what I think is really exciting about the formation of team in, in this business is how it trickles down to protecting the client, delivering what the client's needs should be, and not only from a service standpoint, but but from a quality of of, of service and negotiation and, and understanding and comprehension. So, And as a client-facing conversation, if you're paying somebody to do something, hold them to a level of accountability. You yeah. know, it's a relationship. It needs to be transparent. You're yeah. paying people big dollars to do stuff for you. What he's saying is bang on. Like, it's a two-way street, yep. right? If somebody sells you on the aspect that this is everything we do, and then they don't call you for six months, for sure. You know, it, that's a conversation that you need to have with them. And you know, Canadians can be too nice sometimes, and I feel like they'll keep their opinions to themselves. I think the industry's shifting, and it's going to just happen by sheer market force, right? Yeah, I, I think you know, despite the technology we touched upon and some of these disruptors, if we want to call it, it's still a rapport build, building business, yep. and, and it's still a, a, a business of of trust. Um, and competency. I mean, I often, this is, uh, you'll hear me say this a thousand times, you should hire me because you trust me, number one, and number two, because I'm competent. I'm more competent than the other guy out there. And uh, what an amazing business and, and industry we work in. I say this all the time, like, you know, when else do you get to, to showcase properties to friends yeah. and, and help people buy their first home? Yeah. And and I truly believe that I work in the best industry that exists in this country. It's fun because you actually get to spend a ton of time with people that you know personally, but yeah. life gets busy, so you don't see them as much. Absolutely. You get super close to them for like two or three months going through the transaction process or longer, depending on the surge. Yeah. And you be, like you become like one of their family members. I, I had like, clients once say, brother. why don't I ever hear from you? Actually, it was a client's yeah. mother that I saw. And, and you know, she called me afterwards and said, I miss you. Yeah. You know, I feel house. like we became such good friends. Yeah. Do I have to sell another house to get that close with you? It's you know, which is, right? yeah, it's, absolutely. It's a fact of life. And you know, maybe just use this as an inspiration to pick up that phone, call somebody you love that you haven't talked to in a while and make time for them. Because I think there is a balance between high productivity, honoring the work you've been given. You know, that's a conversation that we're yeah. having here and I really respect Mike for that, yeah. um, his team and everything that they do. Um, you know, how can I bring you value in terms of driving my audience to you guys, you know, maybe introducing them to you guys and what you do like was yeah. there anything that we can help you with you know i think you do an amazing job and, and we chat about this or i'll fire you a text and go sure. your social media presence in my opinion is probably the best in the country so you know i get to rub shoulders with some big producing teams right. and and i love that you create amazing rapport like you on your social platform is you it's you're it's, not putting on me. an act it's, sure. it's, it's you're not putting on a yeah. front i'm talking to the same guy and, and that's pretty cool and and you know how can you help us i Think just watching and observing okay that's not me i'm analytical you're not going to see me in front of the camera too often um you know i, I think uh, i value our friendship uh, i also value our strategic partnership and and when we send our clients out to you in your marketplace uh, i can sleep easy at night i, know I appreciate that of. i'm going to come out to hamilton and share some of that social media stuff with you guys yeah we'd love to see documented it. that yeah i think fits nicely with what you guys are doing for so. sure it's all about collaboration and communication. So thank you awesome. guys for watching and hopefully you got some value from that. That's awesome. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks, man. Yeah, you crushed it. Okay.